Ulysses, the Rays continue to give us things to talk about. As one, Manny Margot landed a contract extension, what, a day after Austin Meadows got dealt? Right on time for opening day. Good job, Manny. Yeah, we will discuss after this. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Uh, I think our YouTube subscriber count is around 260-something. 266, I think. Come on, I'm trying to get Tony Gwynn's career average. You guys need nice. to really help us out here. That you know what? Nice. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a race fan and you know another race fan, hey, next time you, you get some beers or you're talking on the Facebook, yeah. on the Twitter, just, hey, send them a link. Be like, hey, these guys are kind of entertaining. You should subscribe. Or uh, just create a bunch of bots and fake accounts and subscribe and get our numbers up that way. Do that. If you're a hacker, go hack away. Get bots and and, and subscribe to our channel. We don't care. We don't care. We are not – hey. We don't discriminate against bots here in this this program, for God's sakes. Something we don't discriminate against is Manny Margot, who has – I don't want to say unbelievably, but maybe a little bit surprisingly landed a contract extension from the Tampa Bay Rays where he will not only be making his uh, arbitration salary uh, this year of, what, $5.6 million or so, but he'll also be making $7 million in 2023, $10 million in 2024, and there's also a $12 million Mutual option for 2025 that comes with a $2 million buyout. So Manny Margot has guaranteed himself for the next two years at least $19 million. Uh, When I heard that, again, Tompkin reports this every year, every year during spring training that the Rays are having talks, contract extension talks with, you know, some of their guys. And when I heard that, when I heard that report earlier this week or over the weekend, it was okay. Randy Rosarena. Uh, okay, Shane Boz. Okay, Shane McClanahan. Right. Not necessarily Manny Margot, but you know what? Manny Margot is a solid ball player. I think he is a undervalued ball player by some, and he provides a lot of what the Rays like. So good for Manny on getting paid and not turning down millions of dollars. I agree with you in the fact that this wasn't my top first guess of who was going to get a contract extension by the race in 2022. No, it wasn't Manny Margot. Considering there were uh, discussions of him, is it going to be Kiermaier being traded or Margot being traded? Uh, exactly. So Manny Margot was not making anybody's top three list. And if you're saying that he wasn't your top three list, you're lying. You're Manny okay. Margot's agent. And yeah. And so it, it's okay not to lie. So yeah. I, I, I see it one day. It was what that one way. It's surprising that it's Manny Margot, but I cannot stress this enough. I bleeping this for the Rays and for Margot. Yeah. This is smart on both parties. Both parties sat down on the table and they said, let's do something beneficial for the both of us. Yeah. This is good money for Manuel Margot. This is good stability 
and knowing what you're going to get from a guy who was in the 99th percentile in outs above average, who is in the 82nd uh, uh, percentile in outfielder jump, 87th percentile in sprint speed. He does not strike out. He gives you yeah. contact. He's a whole different type of ball player that they're being made in 2022. This is a good, smart yeah. move by the race and by Manuel Margot. Yeah, and he, I think the other thing that doesn't get talked about enough is, okay, Manny Margot, is he ever going to be an all-star, a multi-time all-star? No, but he's a solid player that is going to give you two to three war, and you know what you're going to get year in and year out. Yeah. This guy is entering his seventh year. Yeah. And he's 27 years old. It's crazy. He's basically, he's like 100 days older than Randy Arozarena. Like, yeah. consider that for a second. How much longer, and people talk about, oh, look at the potential that Randy has. Well, maybe look at the potential that Manny has. Maybe he has some more untapped power that he can get into. But we know what he's going to provide. You mentioned it, the defense, the speed, the, the contact rate. Yeah, you'd maybe like him to, you know, give a little bit more pop and walk a little bit more. Really, I, I would you know, want him to walk a little bit more. I, I can't just yeah. expect, oh yeah, become a 25 homer guy like that. But if you could walk a couple more times a year, that'd be great. But also consider that he is a pure center fielder. Those numbers, those offensive numbers are above average for a center yes. fielder. And when you consider that he was basically the league leader and outs above average yes, among he was. all ball players, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to like about Manny Margot. And we talk about extensions. You, you don't have to give a guy a six, seven, eight-year deal. Maybe it's just a two-year deal. Maybe it's just a three-year deal. And I love the point you made, Ulysses, about Manny Margot not scoffing at that. Yeah. Because uh, you look at what some guys are or aren't getting in the open market. Tommy Pham having to settle for a one-year deal. Michael Conforto still waiting to be signed as of this recording. Uh, Corey Dickerson having to settle for a one-year deal. McCutcheon, a one-year deal. Kevin Pillar, a minor league deal. Cole Calhoun, a one-year deal. One bad year, say Margot just doesn't have it, gets hurt this year, then he's in free agency and he has to settle for a, you know, a one-year, $4 million deal. This is why I think it's so silly when people uh, in out there just say – Oh, Wander Franco, if you just waited until free agency, you could have gotten a $500 million contract. Okay, dummy. Well, I just, I, I feel like those people, I mean, play with your own money. This yeah. isn't this is an MLB the show where you can just like play, magically heal a guy and you know, I, it's crazy quite play, frankly. Yeah, play with your own money, man. Like I mean, $19 million is $19 million and guess what? Not everybody wants to live in the United States. And I know that that's like a big, like, what? But yeah, there are a lot of people that don't want to live in the United States. And a lot of these players that are not from the United States, they want to go back to their country. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I saw a video of Manny Ramirez right now. And where is he? He's in the Dominican in, in, in one of his farms. So, like, you know, $19 million can get you a lot of purchasing power yeah. if you're coming from anywhere but the U.S. Yes. So I think that's something that you have to uh, really you know, dig deep here. Like, Don't play with anybody else's money. But going back to what he provides, there was a really nice piece by, I believe, Topkin earlier before this contract extension, which I, I'm honestly now, you know, hindsight 2020, yeah, maybe he, he, of course, was in the now. Uh yeah, maybe maybe the Rays fed him that story of hey, you know, Manny Margot provides a lot 
for the race. Why don't you but, ask uh, this guy this and this yeah. and that? So yeah, because maybe, uh, you know we, we need, we're going to extend it. We're going to give him basically twenty million dollars. So it, 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 it's it, very baity. Write this uh, puff piece, if you will. You want some punchy quotes? Here you go. And guess what? I ate that puff piece like it was cocoa puffs. Yes, uh, I like it, it was a built bar. Like it was a built bar too. Um, a puff built bar. I um, think those are things. Those are puffs, and they are marshmallowy great. Yeah. Um. So no, I, 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 that's that's also the clubhouse component that you know people sometimes obviously don't see, so yeah. they don't value it. But guess what? If Jiman Choi makes you smile from the stands and from your TV and your couch, guess what's happening in the clubhouse? Hey. He's making those guys again. That is their job. In, in your right. job, do you have a coworker that makes you smile, that likes that 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 makes you kind of like, oh, I get yeah. to see this person? It makes you want to go to work. And yeah. what about the opposite? That coworker that is a damn cancer, and you're like, I, oh, oh yeah, my I, God. I've been in both those situations. In my last job, I was in that situation, and in my current job, I'm on the, I've got Manny Margot on my side. I've got G Man Choi on my side. So it makes yeah, a big, nice. big difference when you're spending day in, day out, six, seven, eight months a year, like. That that might be the next inefficiency is workplace club ho- clubhouse culture, like really <laughs> yeah. growing into that thing. Um, there's a couple more points uh, that at least I want to make on the Manny Margot contract extension. But first, we have to tell you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sport betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships odds, podcast, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. Bet online, it is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head over to their website today and uh, and or use that mobile device of yours to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online. It is where the game starts. Uh, I guess the Masters is not the the SB the the big game in February. No, you can say yeah, you can say Masters. You don't have to. Uh, they don't have the know, copyright. You don't have to walk on eggshells with saying uh, yeah, the big know, game. The big game as opposed to the uh, the big, big cereal bowl. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> NFL so stupid sometimes. But yes, your your point is well taken. Uh, it's usually when you can find a hey, a little side note here, but uh, yeah. usually you can find a good deal on a golf course on uh sunday you know masters sunday because everybody's watching the action well, in the clubhouse well, or at the bar so well. you know the course is usually empty and cheap that's how i uh, get to play at cheval and lutes for you know 35 bucks as opposed to uh, 100 bucks this is just the little tidbits about life that yeah. you can learn if you listen to locked on race so tell your buddies hey man yeah. I, I got we we can get this golf course because i listen to locked on race by the way subscribe yeah because they have to get their subscriber list up I would tell some of the race players, but uh, they're, they're probably playing on Sunday. Most of them. So. Most of them. Yeah. Um, um, I want to say something about Manny Margot. Uh-huh. Um, this stability that he provides, one thing that we didn't touch on the first segment was it's very difficult to not be an everyday guy. It's very difficult. Right. Like ask Hunter Renfro if it's difficult to be sitting out and then mm-hmm. not really getting the playing time. Now you know that Manny Margot is a race type of player. He can handle not being in the lineup a couple days maybe. But that's the thing about being in a race team. Even if you didn't start that game, you might possibly get some action in the 8th or ninth. You might be pinch hitting in the 6th inning. Right. 
and he has performed up to standards, up to what you would expect a guy with Manny Margot's skill to do. He, yeah. he hasn't ever been underwhelming. I don't think anybody would be like, oh, I really thought he was going to be better. No. no. He, he came to the Rays as a guy glove first, and honestly, I've been surprised about his, his, his uh, hitting skills. Now, like you said, would I like him to get a little bit more walks? Yes, 100% can't get the perfect player. And to your point before in the first segment, yeah, not everybody's going to be an all-star. But most of the team is not going to be an all-star. This is a solid guy that the Rays now know how he can can perform and he can know the Rays' way. And and, and they've got the stability for the next two, maybe three years. Well, has Kevin Kiermaier's never been an all-star? There you go. Consider that. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, with Manny Margot, I think that um, it's not – like we talked about in the last episode with Austin Meadows, where you've basically gotten to the point where you have to sit him against lefties. You don't really have to do that with Manny Margot in righties. Like I've said this before, again, not saying that uh, you want to roll him out against every righty, but career, he's got a 273 batting average versus lefties, 241 batting average versus righties. It's not like he's a black hole right. versus right-handed uh, pitchers. I mean, Kevin Kiermaier, for example, what's his career line? 249 batting average. So it's not like, oh my gosh, you're really taking a nosedive here. And speaking of that, this tells me, this extension tells me a couple of things. It tells me that Kevin Kiermaier is gonzo relatively soon. And it also tells me that Brent Phillips might be gonzo relatively soon. Very, very astute observation. Yes. What this tells me with the Meadows, uh, Josh Lowe move. Yeah. Get Guess what the next um, uh, platoon is going to be? Yeah. In for center field, Josh Law and Manny Margot. Yes. Or maybe it's Manny Margot getting 140, 150 games in Josh Lowe. You know, I, I think that if you platoon. I mean, Vidal Bruhan, too. You also have to consider oh, what. Let's not make that this, this yeah, complicated. I but know, I know. If I know. we just play with this, these guys, I mean. Josh Lowe, you put you you platoon them in, in in center. You you Randy has to get most at bats. Yeah, you're gonna sit him down sometimes, but Randy has to get most of yeah. right field time. Then left, well, you you can you can have your 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 cake and eat it too in in, in 2022, 2023. It'll be interesting. I might even put Brandon Lau out there. I know you don't like there. that, but that might be something that happens. So uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't go out there and buy a Kevin Kiermaier jersey. Don't go no. out there and buy a Brett Phillips jersey. Uh, I would say, again, this, is to, this has to be a whirlwind of emotions for Kevin Kiermaier because after the Austin Meadows trade, he was probably like, oh my gosh, it wasn't me that was traded. And then when he hears about the Manny Margot extensions, like, holy crap, maybe well, I won't be here for the long haul after all. Well, let's return to that. Two years ago in 2020, when they make that trade, was it for Emilio Pagan and they get Manny Margot? Which was a day after FanFest or the same day after oh, FanFest? I think it was the day after FanFest, yeah. We saw Pagan. Yeah, Pagan was there, roaming the, uh, roaming the, the stadium. And, and that's worked out. That trade has worked out so swimmingly good. for the Rays. Because not only did the Rays get Manny Margot, but they got Logan Driscoll, who we've had on yeah. the podcast. And he may or may not be a pro or a big leaguer, I should say. But Emilio Pagan... What he's done has been very pedestrian with the Padres, 4-8-3 ERA and zero saves in 63 innings last season, 4.5 ERA and two saves in 22 innings in 2020. Look, 
the, the Rays can find any Emilio Pagan off the scrap heap. They can find any guy and they turn him into Emilio Pagan for the most part. 300% better output by just getting Lewis head. Yeah. But besides that, two years ago when that trade was uh, done, who got nervous? Kevin Kiermaier. Yes. Kevin Kiermaier got so nervous that according to him and according to Eric Neander, he picked up the phone and said, uh, what is going on? Am I on the trading block? Yeah. No, buddy, you're staying. You're, Don't you worry. But you're we, on the trading bro- block, but we just can't. We haven't gotten a good enough offer yet. Exactly. So. But so so don't tell me that if he got nervous back in 2020, in his own words, these are actual quotes. Yeah. Two years later, when it's his last year in his contract before the buyout, he doesn't get nervous when Manny Margot is getting a two-year extension that's possibly stretching into yeah. three years. Kevin Kiermaier is nervous. And honestly, if you're Kevin Kier- if you're a Kevin Kiermaier fan, and enjoy big- every at-bat yeah. this year with Kevin when Kevin is on. Okay, that, This is big money for the race. Yeah. $7 million next year, $10 million the year after, and maybe $12 million, or at least the, the mutual option or the buyout. Like, I can- you're, you want Manny Margot to be your quote-unquote center fielder of the near future. Who has earned more than $10 million in, in the in race franchise history? <laughs> Charlie Morton? Yeah. Uh, is this the – well, I guess this isn't a free agent contract. Longo? This be up there as far as I mean, no. the amount of guaranteed dollars. Who, uh, Kevin Kiermaier has made more than $10 million. Like the, the list doesn't go past yeah. five. David Price, I think, was making 14 mil in 2014, but he was traded that year, so yeah. they must have paid like eight or nine for him. Right. The, the, the point still stands, though. This is you're right. It's big money for the race, ten million dollars, yeah. and and that's what he will be earning hopefully in 2024. And last thing on Manny Margot, which I guess you know technically, if you want to really get outside the box, the Rays, you could say they locked him up to maybe you know add trade value to him at some point in the next year and a half or so, whatever. But what is something that we harp on Brandon Lau about? Playoffs. Playoffs. What has Manny Margot done very well in? The playoffs. I I cannot stress this enough, and I know it came out during our interview with Greg Jones. If you haven't seen that, please watch it on yeah. YouTube. Clutch, clutch, clutch. I don't care. I People hate that term nowadays. You can't, oh, that doesn't exist. If you have watched as much baseball as we have, and if you're older than us, then you probably should know better. There are players that can just control themselves a little bit better yeah. And just stay a little bit more even keel than others. Yeah. Uh, Manny Margot is that guy. Yes, he is. 841 OPS in the playoffs across 22 games. Five homers, 11 RBIs. Not to mention the, def- the defensive prowess in some of the plays we've seen out there. 841 OPS in the playoffs. In Do the you playoffs. happen to have his OPS career like in the regular season? I mean, because I want to. I wanna, no, I mean, his OPS in his career, I think, is like 690. It's a six regular season, 694. Yeah. So the brights are lightest. You know, he gets a little bit more yeah. pop. In and again, step. small sample size, but he he has stepped up multiple, multiple times yes. in the playoffs, which I think is very important. Again, some guys, they really shine when the lights are brightest. Carl Crawford, maybe not so much when he goes into yeah. uh, Boston uniform. Again, so. this overall was a smart money move yeah. by both the Rays and, money, and, and Manuel Margot. Now, if you want to make a smart money move, well, you've got to just go to Rock Auto, Kevin. Yeah. 
You got to go to Rock Auto because you can save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. It's $216 from Rock Auto. Why would you spend that much more money by going to the chain store? It doesn't make sense. You have to go to rockauto.com right now, and you can see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Before we get to a little fun segment here with uh, preseason team superlatives, uh, which we'll run through, I do want to mention this about uh, Mini Margot. So, uh, well, Ulysses, let me back up a second. How many Rays games do you plan to go to this season? How many regular season ball games? Oh boy. I mean, um, I mean, I usually go to around 15. Okay. So say you go to 15. Okay. In those 15 games combined, how many Manny Margot jerseys or jerseys do you think you'll see in the trop? Very few, my friend. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. It is. You, you might see, you might actually see more Austin Meadows leftover uh, jerseys and jerseys yeah. than Manny Margot jerseys and jerseys. Some, I don't even know if the Rays were selling Manny Margot jerseys and jerseys. They, they better now. I mean, some players are just more appreciated by the fan base than others. Yeah. I do think. Again, there, Margot when you hit 33 home runs, that's going to bring some cash in. Well, I mean, you know, chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. That, 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 but, that came to stick. And that's why I also, again, whatever, but. We, in seeing this extension and seeing the Rays trade Austin Meadows, we can see fully what the Rays appreciate and value and trust. Because, yes, while money was probably a portion of that Austin Meadows cast off, uh, it has been moved here. Yeah, you come back and you're, you're going to give Manny Margot another. $20 million at least. Yes. Again, overall value. Like, yes, the 33 home runs, the 27 home runs, they're very nice, but overall value, what are you doing with the glove? What are with you you doing with your legs? What are you doing with your instincts out yeah. there? What are you doing with your multi-positional uh, ability? Mini Margot, you can stick him in left field, and oh my God, that left field is really good defensively. Yeah. You put him in center field, that's still really good. I mean, it, it, when you have a center fielder that doesn't have the ego uh-huh. to be able to play a corner outfield, boy, you did find yourself a catch. That is because nice. a center fielder, do you see Kevin Kumar doing that? Uh, no. He's no, uh, it, too busy wearing uh, multiple sunglasses and uh, spinning his glove like a basketball hey, I, and doing I, word hand signals. I love that. I love that. But I'm just saying Picking there are data cards. I, I'm, I'm just saying there are types of players who are more. Yes, of course. Anything you need. It's for the yeah. team. I got you. Don't worry about it. You know, and and Manny Margot is that guy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, all right. Let's get to some preseason team superlatives. Uh, We're going to run through five things here. Yeah. Uh, We'll run through who our selections are for team MVP, team Cy Young, team rookie of the year, biggest team disappointment, and uh, a bold prediction as well. So team MVP, who will that be for 2022, Ulysses? I think we have a couple of answers that are going to be uh, very similar. Okay. And by very similar, they're going to be the same. MVP, 
no surprise, Wander Franco. Wander Franco, that is also my pick. Question, follow up on that. Yeah. Is his war for this upcoming season, will it be over six? I love the tough questions. I, I don't think that's fair to ask Wander Franco to be in a full first full season to be over six. I would be ecstatic if it reaches five. If it reaches five, you're like, holy crap. Wasn't it three and a half in 70 games? Yeah. So let's start at five. Let's start at oh, five. I think he's going to get at least six. Hey, hopefully. But I wouldn't I, – I wouldn't – Again, just like people in twenty after the twenty twenty offs uh, playoffs, Randy's going to hit forty home yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the next Barry Bonds. We yeah, get it. Just, just let's keep expectations yeah. here, and then when he comes over here, you're like, oh, that was really happy. By the yes. way, if you don't, if you don't know what I'm saying here and here, I'm using my hand as gesture bar, yeah. s- bar graph. So if you go to YouTube and subscribe, you can see that thing. You better hope Wander Franco's a six war player, considering you drafted him third overall in the Locked on Rays fantasy baseball draft league. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Team Cy Young for the Rays will be... That's my dark horse, baby. You know I've always liked him. Drew Rasmussen. He's my Cy Young. I think this guy, I know the two-pitch thing is going to make you uncomfortable. I think he's going to surprise a lot, a lot of people. I know huh. some people are going to go with the Shanes. That's fine. My pick, I wanted a, a dark horse. That's my guy, Drew Rasmussen. So Drew Rasmussen is going to, you think by year's end, be like the number one? I, I, I don't care about the one okay, or five. but put up the best numbers, but put up, ZRA. Everything. I mean, he's going to be like, who carried you through the season? This guy, Drew Rasmussen. That is a bold that might be your bold prediction, too. You might be a little twofer there. There you, you go. Killed two birds with one stone. Uh, my team, Cy Young, is not one of the Shanes. It is not Drew Rasmussen, but it is Corey Kluber. Ah! He wants those games started. He wants to get his name back out there. I think that... Fair enough. We know the Rays burned. They've been burned on veteran starters before. They were burned on Chris Archer. They've been burned on others. For them to, again, go back to the well and go after Corey Kluber and add in incentives, I think he's going to have a standout year. I think normally I would put... uh, I would have picked Shane Boz here, but I think because of the injury setback, that puts him behind the eight ball. Shane McClanahan, I could see a little bit of a sophomore slump. I could see you yeah. look at the Yankees, they add Josh Donaldson. You look at the Blue Jays, they add Matt Chapman. Yep. You look at the Red Sox, they add Trevor Story. You got some right-handed boppers. I could see him. Uh, I could see... I could see some meatball McClanahan moments, especially when he likes the triple digits that he sees on the, on the radar gun. And so sometimes I think he goes a little bit too much fastball heavy when he has so many other pitches, dude, you've got a 92 mile an hour slider. You've got a curveball. You got a change up. Yeah. Use those two. Again, I know it's only spring training, but that spring training game I went to last week and it seemed like he was getting rocked quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my not saying he's gonna have a bad year body means, but I think that Corey Kluber might Corey Kluber and or Drew Rasmussen might come out of this thing looking better yes. than Shane McClanahan in year number two for him. Uh team rookie of the year, we have to note Wander Franco is no longer rookie eligible. So we Correct. can't pick him. So team rookie of the year will be. I think this one is like the MVP. We're gonna have the same guy. I'm gonna go with Josh Lowe. Ooh. He's going to get the at-bats, um, and I think that confidence of being in an open day, opening day lineup is going to be just great. And also the platooning, that's going to help him mm. too. I'm actually going to go with Shane Boss. Ah, okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the surgery doesn't really bother you for, oh, no, the surgery, but the, the rehabbing doesn't bother you for the rookie status. You think he's going to still put up no, good numbers? I think he'll still put up good numbers, but I don't think he'll be the all-out best pitcher okay. on the Rays roster this season. But I it's still expect him to be very, very solid. Uh, biggest team disappointment this year will be... <sighs> this one was so difficult, the underwhelming Ray of 2022. Because <sighs> obviously I want all of them to succeed. Yeah, but, so I took, gonna, but somebody's going to underwhelm. Yeah, so it I happens. took one stat from one player who I think is actually going to drop. And that is Brendan Lau. I don't think he's going to hit 30 home runs. Okay. I think the home run, I think everything else is going to be just like we expected, but the 39 home runs, ah, that's tough, man. That's that's yeah. going to be tough. So if he reaches 30, I think that would be a really good season, but I think he's going to be coming down from the 39. Okay. I like that. I like that pick, actually. That kind of goes into my bold prediction a little bit. But my biggest team disappointment will be not Brandon Lau, but a guy that we mentioned on this podcast a couple times already. Not Manny Margot, but Kevin Kiermaier. I think he will be a disappointment for the Rays. Again, I know you said it's not a setback. It's not a big deal, but going into spring training with a guy, everything's bothering him seemingly. Neck, on the, groin, hamstring, yeah. everything. It's like uh, the game operation. Just you know, pick something, basically. Uh, I think also the Manny Margot getting that extension may create a little bit of a distraction mentally. Yeah. Furthermore, furthermore, he's no, I know he takes great care of himself. He works hard at his craft, but yes, he maybe does. he loses a step, a half a step, a quarter of a step, and he doesn't make as many great plays as he had done in yesteryear. So I think Kevin Kiermeyer will be a little bit of a disappointment. Mother Nature hits us all, and Kevin Kiermaier is a human, yeah. and, and that he very can well happen. could something could he, he very well we've seen it many times in Kevin Kiermaier's career. He gets hurt and he misses seventy eighty games. Yes, I could see that being a possibility as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, bold prediction, Ulysses. What is your bold prediction? Um, my bold prediction. You're gonna like this one because you mentioned this guy too. Okay. My bold prediction is that Corey Kluber will pitch more innings than Luis Patino in 2022. I like it. Do you have a guesstimate on how many innings that is or will be? No, I don't. But I, I just, that, I feel, I don't feel so good about Luis Patino's outing the other oh. day with uh, the Phillies. Like, I know it's spring training yeah. and I hate to be that guy, but like, I, I just wanted to make a bold prediction and I feel really yeah. good about Corey Kluber. And so I'm going Corey Kluber will pitch more innings than Luis Patino. That is fair enough. That is fair enough. Um, my bold prediction kind of goes along the lines of your Brandon Lau prediction. Uh, there will be no raised player this season that gets to 30 home runs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Meadows out of the picture. Uh, Mike Zanino. I, Would you gonna, put green Skittles yeah. in that line that he's going to uh, hit another 30? Nelson Cruz. I don't even know if we could count that at the half season. Randy, no. I don't think is going to get there. Yeah, I don't I don't see a 30 home run guy. I see maybe a lot of, you know, 2022 home run guys, but I don't know about a third and that the other thing too is Brandon Lau being able to stay healthy again, again for a full season and you wonder, you know, how he may or may not be pitched differently. So, uh, that's what I got. That's right, what I those got. Those are good. Those are good. And you know what? Leave your bold predictions yeah. on the YouTube comments. 
please hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe. Make sure to like that yes. video. Um, it's really going to help us. So thank you. Yes. Uh, thank you again for making the Locked on Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And tomorrow, it will be Friday, opening day. Didn't think it was going to happen. It's happening, it's happening, baby. baby. And it's, it's not going to be a rain out because no. it's at the trop. There's a dome there. It's not going to be a snow out because no. it's in Florida and it's at the trop. Dome, baby. Thank you. Dome life. All right. Talk to you tomorrow.